You're listening to the It's Not Your Diary podcast, and I'm your host, Ty. Here, we combine faith, tough topics, and journaling to maintain our wellness through life's everyday struggles and to reach generational healing. So get ready for some deep, eye-opening conversations and get ready to take notes. Remember, it's not your diary because what we journal about affects the generations to come. What are you leaving for the generations that come after you? Don't know? Well, let me help you. Just grab a pen, your diary, or a journal, and let's get into the show. What's in your diary? 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 Hey, welcome back to another episode of the It's Not Your Diary podcast. It is your host, Ty. Um, so for this week, we are going to do something a little different. So as you all know, we started a community called Healers of Generations where we're able to journal together. And we did a challenge in June. Um, and so for the entire month of June, we dealt with different ways of how to journal for healing. And I wanted to share the mastermind. So I'm going to actually share the journal that we did and the mastermind that we did. And I hope it just blesses you in a different way. I have a lot going on this week and I want to still put something out of course. So what better way than to let you all into what we have done in the community. Now, I will let you know that as of right now, we are switching platforms for the community but go ahead and subscribe. Go to itsnotyourdiary.com backslash subscribe. And you can subscribe to our weekly journal prompts because right now as a community, we're actually journaling about boundaries and setting boundaries and what boundaries are and just everything boundaries. So if you feel like you will benefit from it, go ahead, make sure you're subscribed and you'll get the new information for the new platform that our community will be hosted on. So yes, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Welcome, 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 everybody. Come on in. It's Tyra, and I'm so happy to be launching this community, and I'm happy to have you all here on week one. So for our first week, um, for anybody who doesn't know me, I'm the host of the It's Not Your Diary podcast. That's probably why a lot of you are here. And this month, we'll be going over different coping strategies, healthy ways to conquer our anxiety when it comes up, different things that we can do when we kind of notice that we're feeling a little off. Now, a lot of these things are things that I actually did when I was dealing with postpartum anxiety. It was one of the ways that like helped me heal. It was... um just something that really allowed me to be in a space where I have peace now and I'm able to, if I feel it creeping back up, like I kind of have the tools to combat the worry and the overthinking. For week one, we are going to be changing the narrative. Get your journal or you can actually, you can like record yourself on your phone. You can listen to me, pause it, write it. Um, speak it through, or you can like play it through your phone, pause it, say what you're going to say, and then keep playing the video. And you can kind of answer the questions as I'm going through them, or you can just answer like the things that I'm saying. It can do it, whatever makes you feel comfortable throughout this process. So I say try a bunch of different ways and see what makes you feel good. 
So changing the narrative. This week, we're focusing on changing the narrative when thoughts arise. I want you all to first describe the triggering event or situation that caused your racing thoughts. Next, I want you to list out every thought you have because of this event or situation. Then ask yourself, what are the consequences of having these racing thoughts? Now, I want you to have many discussions as possible, as many as you can, with every thought that you listed above. After you do that, list out as many new thoughts as you possibly can. And with this, you want to be really creative. So, um, for example, if my triggering thought is, opening the mail, which is a big one for me. It's then I will ask myself, okay, what's triggering it? Well, opening the mail. Um, list out every thought that you have because of this event or situation. Well, there's just so much. I just don't want to do it. I feel like it's going to take a bunch of time. I honestly just feel like it's going to waste so much time where I could be doing any, any other thing. Um, what are the consequences of these racing thoughts? Well, I'm wasting more time thinking about all these things instead of just acting. Um, and now that I pretty much have this discussion uh, in my head, now I can form more discussions. So Tyra, you can open the mail. It's going to be okay. Like there might be something important in there. Um, what if there's something important in there and you miss it? Like a ticket or um, like a bill or just anything. And then I'm listing out the new thoughts. Well, I should probably open the mail because there's probably bills in there. There's probably important things in there that I need to get out. Regardless of how I feel about it right now, I need to go ahead and do it. Um, regardless of the bad thoughts I have, once I finish this, I'm going to feel really accomplished because I didn't want to do it in the first place. So that's kind of how it goes. I mean, that's that's a very small example, but you're literally going to do this for every triggering event, even anything that you feel like this is causing me extra thoughts. Like if you are having a tough time in a relationship, you're going to list out what 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 is the triggering um, thought, like what is happening in the relationship and what, what event happened, what's causing you to be having these racing thoughts. So what is it? I'm also going to post these so you can see them written out, but I also wanted to come on here and kind of explain them in case you couldn't fully understand them through reading. So we were going to start with the icebreaker. So so the icebreaker is if you could only keep three apps on your phone, which three would you keep? Um, honestly, for me, I would probably definitely keep FaceTime. I would definitely keep the Bible app and I would probably keep TikTok. Those are the three. I would probably keep those. Uh, do I need the Bible app? I got the Bible. Hmm. Let me rethink that. Hmm. 
Hmm. Maybe Instagram. Maybe I will swap out. No. Mm-mm. I will probably keep the um the teletherapy app. I'm not gonna lie because I can't get on there on my computer. So yes, I would keep uh FaceTime, um, TikTok, and the tele the telehealth app for the counseling. So so I'm not gonna waste too much time. You know, I could be kind of long-winded if you listen to some of the episodes. But uh, I did have a small, short lesson for this mastermind. So uh, let's actually just go ahead and get into our lesson. First, again, I want to say welcome to everybody who has joined. You're not here by coincidence. Um, so definitely take advantage of the things that we have here to offer. But one thing that came to me while I was kind of preparing for this was um, that everybody deals with anxiety or everybody has this thing called anxiety because what is anxiety? Anxiety is pretty much our brain telling our body that something is wrong. So for example, um, I saw this example like if there if there was a bear, if you were out in the woods camping and a bear or a mountain lion or snake or anything came close to you, you would need something in your brain to tell your body that, you know, something is wrong and you need to act. And um, so so God did bless us with that with anxiety in a way, because in a way it protects us, but there's also a way where our mind can start to kind of manipulate the anxiety to where our brain is telling our body that something is wrong, but we have no clue, but, but there's no threat, right? There's nothing wrong. Um, Really, we're just having a hard time processing our brain trying to send signals to our body sometimes. And the crazy thing is, is that some people actually process anxiety normally. They don't have problems. I would say before I found out that I had ADHD, I thought I had an anxiety issue because my mind would just race and race and race. And I didn't understand why. And I was praying, I was surrendering. And we're going to get into that too. I was surrendering my thoughts to God, like, I don't, I don't feel like I should be worried. So why can't I turn the thoughts off? And turns out it was something completely different. Um, God is who told me that I needed to go to the doctor. Um, so yeah, it's, it's better to pay attention to what our mind is telling us and what signals our mind is sending to our body so that we can pray about the things and then we can ask for confirmation on what to do next. Um, so I do, uh, want to get into, so I'm going to have five steps for us today. Uh, and this, I'm, when I tell you, like, this is how I was able to work through so many of the things that I've been able to get through. And then when they creep back in now, like these healthy coping skills. So make sure you write these down. So these are the five steps that you should take. Um, honestly, you can take these whenever you are feeling any type of way, um, whenever you feel like you, you don't feel normal, you should, you can take these steps, but this is again, specifically to anxiety. 
Um, but these are five healthy steps. So the first thing you want to do when you just feel like um, you just have all these thoughts, you have to give it to God. Like we have to pray about it because God might be trying to reveal something to us through what we're dealing with. So that's the first thing. Always pray about it and then asking God for peace. And this is literally what I did. And I was praying like for a whole year because I didn't understand why I didn't have the peace that. So God had given me peace over like situations in my life, over my relationship, over being a mom, my postpartum anxiety had completely gone. But the fact that I was still like having these racing thoughts about the stupidest things, I did not understand that. So pray, pray first and ask God for peace because he might be trying to reveal something to you. That's number one. The second one, tell someone. Now, a lot of you have already commented, like it's only a few of us in here. Okay. God, he knew what he was doing when he only put a few people in this group because it makes it even easier to be vulnerable and to have intimate moments with each other and to just be able to be there for each other. Like if we need anything, if we need to vent, this is a safe space and nothing is going to leave this community. So the second one is to tell someone we've already done that. We've already let the words come out writing verbally. We we probably have already told someone verbally as well, but just telling someone is the next step. Okay. That can be tough to be honest with myself. Like this is what I'm going through and just getting it out and owning it. Again, we're owning these types of things. Let's not sweep them under the rug. So the third one, control what you can control. Remember what you can control. Now, this for me is so important because I'm a control girl at heart, which I'm actually now back in therapy to try to get to the root of what the control is stemming from so that I can not be like that anymore. Like, I don't know, like, is it is it a part of me or is it something in here? And because I've been journaling so much, I've been able to realize that like, yeah, no, I know I can't control this. So why did I do that? If something isn't adding up. So again, this is another level of awareness. All of these things is allowing us to become aware so that when we go to, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. I got to, so I got to dial it back a little bit. Um, So yeah, control what you can control and remember what you can control. Like there's some things that we just cannot control. We just can't. And that's okay. That's okay. And that was a big thing for me. Like, I was like, oh, well, I can't control that. Oh, well, well, why not? I didn't understand. But now, I mean, I'm coming around slowly, you know, inch by inch, not even an inch about that much. Um, so, yeah, that's our third one. And then for the first one, the first, for the fourth step, you need to write it out. Now, the good thing is we're already writing it out. We doing it. Look, we have we have like so many of these steps. We we are going to tackle each one of these steps. Okay? So, don't worry about it. We're going to tackle it. We I'm right here with you. Don't worry about it. And then the fifth one, 
You might need to see a counselor, a therapist, or a doctor. And that's okay, too. It's okay. Because we're on a journey that is bigger than us. It's bigger than what's going to happen tomorrow. It's bigger than what's going on in our minds. It's a it's a deeper meaning. And you'll kind of understand that a little more once I get into the prayer. But... Those are our five steps. I'm going to recap them really quickly. So the first one is give it to God. Pray about it and ask for God's peace. Number two, tell someone. Number three, control what you can control. Remember what you can control and what you can't. Number four, write it out. And number five, seek a counselor, therapist, or doctor. So those are our five. And that that was the only steps that I had for y'all. Um, another question that I was going to have is if you had any questions about the coping strategy, definitely let me know. You can either message me when we do our one-on-one check-in, you can message me then, but that's pretty much it. I was going to share my journal that I did and I'm just going to share one. So one thing that was really just freaking me out not freaking me out, but one thing that I felt like was a trigger was something that just, I was constantly thinking about this week was actually, I had a list of four different things. Um, but the, the, the main thing was like the to-do list that I had, that I had. Okay. And then it was again, opening the mail. I go through this like every week. And then of course I had like washing clothes. So I was thinking that my to-do list was just too big of a task for me to wrap my mind around. It was just, I was feeling uh, like opening the mail was going to be annoying. And I was feeling like, you know, I didn't want any paper cuts. Like, it's just stupid things, okay, at this point. Um, yeah. And I and I felt like if I opened the mail, then I would have more things to add to my to-do list. So I'm thinking in my head, like, okay, I don't want to miss anything important. I don't want to miss any appointments, you know, call, people will send cards. We've gotten like wedding RSVPs, so many things like Christmas cards, like these things, like, girl, come on, get it together. But then I was thinking, okay, so those were the consequences. And then I'm thinking, okay, let me create new thoughts. So you can open the mail is the, is the new thought, or you can have TJ do it. Okay. Um, and, it, and I told myself, like, it's okay. My thought about washing was if I wash, I'm going to have to put up all the clothes. And then I'm not going to be able to do anything else. I won't be able to go to the grocery store, most likely. I won't be able to cook. And then I'm like, it's okay. It's okay if I can't do anything else. Like, that was, that's fine. Give yourself grace. Do do what, what you need to do for your mental health. Um... Another new thought that I created was created. That's word. That's word. Mm-hmm. Um, I could open the mail and then I could just like not add anything else to my to-do list. I could just do it and just get it done. So this is this is how sometimes I have to go through like and normally for me, like how I had so many different things on my list. Sometimes that's what it ends up looking like for me. If I have just too many things that I'm trying to process or I feel like too many things, I've let too many things pile up, 
that are tedious, like a to-do list, like um, just staying on top of different things. Sometimes I have to just like get it out. Okay, change the narrative that you're creating in your own mind. So that's what we're doing. Okay, so that actually wraps up this mastermind. And one last thing before we get out of here, I definitely want to pray for us. I feel like on this journey, not only are we using healthy, healthy coping skills um, to manage our anxiety, we are also going to be um, covered in prayer. We are going to possibly even do a fast together at some point, but I'm going to close us out in prayer. And then I just hope y'all have a blessed week. Remember, make sure you message me your number. Let me know how you want to do your one-on-one. If you feel like you need it, if you feel like you need accountability, send, share those goals. I'm actually going to post my goals as well. And then, yeah, I'll be talking to y'all next week and have a great rest of the week, weekend, all that good stuff. And then you will get your next healthy skill on Tuesday. So our prayer, if you would like to bow your head, Lord, we first come to you to say thank you for being such a perfect God. Thank you for your healing power, for your peace, grace, and your pure spirit. We repent for not always turning our worries our restless thoughts, and our fears over to you, Lord. We lay our sins and broken areas at your feet and say, Lord, have your way in our lives. Anything we're holding on to consciously or unconsciously, anything known or unknown, we ask that you bind up any spirits within us, spirits that have been attached to our bloodlines, any spirits that have been have been or will try to torment our minds, Lord. We ask that you bind them up and cast them out and send them back to the dry places where they belong. We ask that you loose the resurrection life and gifts of healing into the hearts and minds of every healer, every person, every woman, every child of God in this community, their generations and the generations to come after them. For generations to come. We know in 1 Peter 5, 7, you said to cast all of our anxieties on you because you care for us. So Lord, here we are laying every anxious thought we've ever had or ever will have on you, Lord, at your feet, Lord. And as we lay our anxiety here, have your way in our lives, in our hearts, and in our minds from this day forward. And if it is therapy or counseling that we need, Lord, we ask that you make it plain for us to see. Give us the confirmation that we need, Lord. And we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So that's it for this mastermind from the Healers of Generations community, HLG. Make sure you go and subscribe to itsnotyourdiary.com if you want more information on how to get into the community Once we are switched over to our new platform, don't forget to leave us a review and don't worry. Next week, I'll have your melody of the week.
And if you thought this episode was beneficial in any way, definitely share it. Share, share, share it. I always promote y'all share. And yes, I will talk to y'all on Monday. Bye. Uh-huh.